Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good singing. <laughs> Fuck you. It's on, it's, on, it's on the podcast. <laughs> so, so we don't talk anymore. What's that song? We don't talk anymore. Is your fan going to be an issue with sound? I can maybe? turn it off. You know I love a fan, but I'll turn it off. What a sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I feel like you're visiting me in my deathbed. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> we will still be podcasting on my deathbed. Oh, it'll be a huge season. Um, <laughs> well, I, if one of us gets sick, that will be a massive season. Yeah, we're in for the reconstruction visits. We're currently in Alice's bed. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, but we didn't record a podcast yesterday. Fuck. I know. I can I be honest with you? I knew that we didn't record a podcast. Same. Quite early on. Yeah. And you let it slide. I let it slide because I was in a shitty mood and I did not feel like it. <laughs> but now look at me, thriving. <laughs> I've eaten cheese toasties in bed. Yeah. I haven't really... I haven't showered today yet. <sighs> Who cares about showering, really? I'm exercise at five o'clock, so... Are you? Yeah. I think either shower or exercise, either of those is a massive achievement. To do both is insane. That's so true. I'm and I will exercise. shower after you exercise. I might try and learn a bit more of a Janet Jackson dance today. I think um, that's probably a really good use of your time, actually. Yeah, I mean, because it does puff me out. What you've got to be worried about right now is that your profile will go down during the lockdown, so you have to keep up internet content. No, my profile is going to go down because I'm putting out such terrible content. Disagree. There is no bad content in the COVID time. <laughs> okay, well, speaking of that, we got an incredible email um, just recently. Did you see it? Did you, it's, no. It's, it's so fun. amazingly formatted. I'm going to post it on, on the Hot Twitter. But look at this. It's right here. Oh, look whoa. at the, oh, the I have not seen that one. Just, it's, it's from, it's, uh, from oh, JJ. I just opened one that said PS Metafan for Life. So whoever that is, I haven't read it yet. But if you, girl. Oh, my God. Just get over it. Fine. Um, so uh, this is from JJ. And, um, oh, wow. Cool. I want to read it out. I'll read it out. It says, um, hey, babies. I was listening. And then it's like an air emoji, which is pretty cool. And oh, hold I, on. I will, I, I will, are you going to describe every emoji and everything? I will. And every highlight and every That seems format. like a good use of time. Yeah, yeah. I was listening, air emoji, to di- you discussing the salad. The salad is in a, sort of a neon green uh, color from the Florence Pugh cooking show. Now the Florence Pugh cooking show is in italics. Oh it's in yellow font and it's highlighted in the background of pink on the potty. And I thought, wow, how disrespectful angry face, angry face, angry face. Okay. The salad again in green font sounds great. Party popper emoji. I hadn't seen that specific episode of the Florence Pugh cooking show. Now this time it's italicized, but it's pink font and a yellow background. Actually both times it was italicized. And can I, I said just it was say- italicized. I said the difference here is the, Colors are reversed. I cannot believe you, you said now this time it's italicized. I said now this time it's italicized, but 
Sure. Okay. I apologize. Fuck, man. No, you I'm lost so sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. And yeah. I take that back. So I Googled Who it. Who said podcasts aren't a visual medium? So I Googled it in the brackets. Here is the link for future reference. HTTP, yes, semicolon slash slash www.youtube.com forward slash watch question mark V equal sign capital E U L nine T capital W lowercase U uppercase J lowercase V uppercase Y M close bracket and I'll tell you what I thought the carrot ribbons and this has got a highlight of orange on the background because of carrots were very cool cool face cool face sunglasses it's very restauranty oh gosh Florence Pugh was a food educator that was an italicized she has a talent underlined in educating us uh, capitalized on how to make the most that's in bold out of our pantries and not let anything go to waste now this is in white font now with a kind of coral highlight background <laughs> dot, dot 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 and the exclamation marks are yeah. interspersed with ones ones because it's, oh my god yeah mm-hmm. I'm doing so many um but then I and then now kind of the formatting falls away um but then I saw a Paul on um, balsamic vinaigrette and TBH that was a step too far for me I would have gone for a simple splash of white vinegar Yum. or lemon as an acid supplement in that dish yeah JJ knows, yeah. What, knows what the fuck is up big time there were not enough leafy greens to justify a balsamic and it honestly made me feel quite ill sick face sick face sick face yeah, yeah JJ, right. JJ knows no, JJ is a, JJ isn't a, a girl, or a, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, all in all, I think some of your criticisms held up, but overall, I think she is a kitchen innovator. I also think it's her boyfriend Zach Brass kitchen that she cooks in most of the time, which explains why it is so nice. In brackets, money from Scrubs, <laughs> dollar signs from Scrubs, but that's just a theory. Who knows? Um, so thank you so much for that, JJ. It's awesome. I uh, really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed every ma- uh, element of that email. Oh, you missed off the most important part, where she says, "Anyway, thanks for the entertainment queens. You're constantly it's not raising she. the bar." Well, it's not. It doing- might not be she. Sorry, I- they <laughs> say. Sorry, he says or they say. Yes. Anyway, they say, they say thanks uh, for the entertainment queens. You're constantly raising the bar and doing it flawlessly. Winky, Winky face. <laughs> important. Important. The only email contribution yeah. I make is the compliment. <laughs> yeah, I didn't actually think it was, you know. Yeah, I know. No, the classier necessary. move yeah. was to not say that. Mm. But I'm not going to have a compliment be sent directly to me and then read everything but the compliment <laughs> to <out>. me. <laughs> this email that's complimenting me and all the work I do. Uh, you know, I'm going to read it out. Oh, fuck. We've fallen so behind on emails, but maybe we'll have a day where we hoon through a bunch and respond. <laughs> We've basically got all the time in the world and not no, one. No, I we do haven't... not have all the time in the world. Oh, my God. Fine. Well, I'm stressed at the moment, you know? <laughs> Eating these cheese toasties in bed. I hear you yeah, watching your little YouTube my... videos. Listen, you I have to, I have to take a break me. from writing creatively every now and then and watch a YouTube video. Mm. I'm sorry, but I can't just go. You thought you couldn't get anything past me before? <laughs> I'm surveilling you. No, don't surveil me. Nah, I actually can't be bothered. My best work is when I'm unobserved. <laughs> I don't know. If a tree falls in the forest and doesn't write her script yeah. in the in the, in the forest, I, I can't write anything. I was getting anything. really wound up about something last night where I was like, oh, we should talk about that on the podcast, but now I actually can't remember it. Mm. I'm really enjoying this mint hot chalk. It's nice, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I let it go too cold, though. But at the start, it was just too hot. Yeah. It was too damn hot. There's a difficulty with a hot drink. Uh-huh. Is that there's only a certain amount of time where it's the perfect temperature to drink it, you I know? know? It's really, really frustrating. And it's hard to know when that hits. So today, I have a question for you. Do you think it's better if you're privileged to talk about that privilege? 
or to hide it as your secret shame because Chrissy Teigen was talking about how she's so lucky to have people hired people like hired help with her during the lockdown period Mm -hmm. which I have like some strong thoughts on generally I think it's good when celebrities and shit are like I have a nanny so that like other people don't feel somehow like Mm -hmm. how can they be accomplishing so much shit you know who don't have that help but then also I was like so weird to have help during a lockdown period like where are those people's families and like if you have that kind of money shouldn't you just pay them regardless of whether or not they're coming to work yeah does she need help with the i mean it's all that i mean it's it's a difference of principle and so in the specific circumstance isn't it like yeah, you don't yes. know if that person might not have any anybody and they might have less not as nice accommodation in in their own space or they need to be isolating you know away from people who are vulnerable and true can't, you know. true so it's just it's a lot of factors so i i don't know if what we're discussing here is are we discussing having people you know, help you. Well, I guess we don't know the specific circumstances. We should ask Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, we should reach out. She should I presume be she's listening. She could just send in an email. Bonus of the heart. I think she'd love the podcast. Yeah, I'm generally quite a big fan of hers, but lately she's done some stuff where I've been like, it just doesn't matter who you are and how cool you are. Once you earn a certain amount of money, you become fucked up. I mean, and we have to touch upon this Alan vid, don't we? Oh, God. Okay, well, first of all, I've had it confirmed to me from multiple sources that she is indeed a, a terrible person. Mm-hmm. In saying that, I'm not saying that she hasn't made an incredible contribution towards society in one way, mm-hmm. right? So let's just put that aside and go, like, people are complicated and they can do good and bad things. But now she's so rich. You know, she's in her almost 20th season of The Ellen Show. She's lost touch. The Ellen Show cannot come back from Corona. It's simply can't. It's going to come back from Corona. Fuck because that bullshit. What does the world need more in the time of Corona than kindness? And capitalism. And capitalism. Shra- like, yeah. hidden, hidden through benevolence. If I see her give someone $10,000 again, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. $10,000 ain't nothing but, like, a fucking drop in the ocean for her. Honestly, it kills me. And it's never even her giving away her own money. It's yeah, always oh, capitalists, like, always like target. corporations and shit who are doing it. It's Target. Target can afford more than 10 grand. Fuck me. We rail against capitalism. Do we live our lives enough to warrant that in in keeping with this? No. It's real difficulty, isn't it? Well, I guess the question is, okay, so we rail against capitalism, A, because it's cool, and B, because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, that's true. And you get chicks. You get mad chicks. You get fucking mad chicks railing against capitalism. Yeah, man. Definitely. But we're also subject to a capitalist society. So there is a certain amount that is outside of our control in terms of how we are allowed to live our lives Mm -hmm. and how we have structured our lives from birth, right? But... How we're valued as uh, people. Well, well. yeah. Like, I mean, I don't have the personal resources. I suppose I could learn how to farm. But, like, that would be such a long process and I would have to do it through capitalist means anyway, because I would be paying somebody else to... I mean, mm. I suppose I could go and volunteer. I mean, I'm getting myself I all think wound you up volunteer. in circles here. I should volunteer on a farm, man, post-corona. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get should. into warfing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, we're bound to a bit by the system that we're in. 
but I think you can do things within that system to change it. Like redistribution of wealth is inherently an anti-capitalist thing because it's not giving money to people based on capital. It's doing it based on need. So like that is something I think that you can actively push for. What would you say about ownership of land? Is there any ethical way of that? Of land ownership, really? Well, really interesting question. And ultimately, um, probably not, but like it's not one of the ones I feel bad about. I know, it's, it's pro- that's the hard thing though as well. Aside because from I, the fact that obviously in New Zealand we stripped land. Exactly. That's the difficulty in it is there's always someone to like lay more blame on. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's like, well, you know, because because that's how it works. Boy, <laughs> like in terms of people, like unless you're the very top one percent and you just don't give a fucking shit, that's why they're all crazy. I think I would. I think what's hard about it is that there's no like definitive line. Like there's no amount of money that we have all universally agreed is like morally acceptable to earn. Like, and it's hard to know where that line is. Like, I look at a billionaire and I go, that is utterly absurd. Mm-hmm. And, like, the person who's been fucking me off the most lately is, like, Jeff Bezos. Because I'm like, where's he in this whole mess? He's got, like, $100 billion. Donate $99 billion of it to funding people's incomes who have lost it. Fucking finding a vaccine and, like... Do we know any economists to know that what that would do if if, if that happened? Do you know well, what I mean? It would to potentially like world devalue currency. the dollar. Yeah, it would, the, the dollar would plummet the hugely. If the, the, if, I mean, I know, and it sh- probably should. It's just, um, like, I'm just going to look it up. Jeff Bezos. But Corona. I don't think that that risk... Uh, like, like, that's also something that's been used against redistribution of wealth is that that would happen, but I don't think that that's necessarily the case. I mean, economics is not a science. It's an art form based on assumptions, basically. And rich people are always pushing that the redistribution of wealth would fuck the natural market. I mean, that's the essential right versus left dynamic, is that one is like, hands off, the market will regulate, and one is like, you know, what do they call it? Like the silent hand or the invisible hand or whatever Mm -hmm. that comes in and kind of like silently redistributes things. I mean, Keynesian economics, I think, is like the... Sorry, I'm just reading. What? Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos faces backlash after publicizing a relief fund the public can donate to for his contract employees working during the COVID-19 pandemic. That fucking kills me. Cunt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That cunt. He's a fucking cunt. I can't, be- but it is. Because He's redi- a bad person. Redistribution of of money and wealth is just basically redistribution of power because it's access to resource. It gains you access to resources, right? And yes. so that's 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 really what people are arguing is that what's gonna the the balance isn't gonna be like oh it's gonna fuck the world. No, it's just gonna it's gonna fuck who ha- holds power to gain resources, right? Like. Yeah, I mean, I'm completely out of our depth here. Both of us are. Uh, yeah, I know, but you know, we're not even high as well. It's nuts. <laughs> um, that's um, um, but like, oh, here's what know. kills me Maybe about. Here, what, and this is what I was getting wound up. Here's what kills me about billionaires. It's like, it, uh, let's say you have, I, I like, if you have a billion dollars, that is enough to live off. And to live a life better than, you know, 99.9% of the world, right? So if you have over a billion dollars, to me, that you are immoral. This is my point, though. And I... and I, Yeah, sorry. No, no, this is my point I made earlier when we were discussing this again in the morning. 
is that it's not that's not the point living a comfortable like I love how I love how it's quite a sweet thing that you think is that a billionaire wants to be a billionaire because they want to just live a nice yeah, life like, they can have all the linens no, exactly. and ceramics they want your, your idea of why rich people want to be rich is so like fucking narrow and so sweet that's not anything to do with why it is because once you gain all the material wealth and tangible like you know to live a good life then you're like addicted to that wealth in the sense that you're addicted to having power it's it's power beyond your means as a human person isn't it yeah like, I with more wealth so. you have like you have access to like control so many other situations and other people's lives and that's like that's never ending and that's why billionaires are fucking billionaires because they can like they're like it's like being god in a way it is like being god because that's what i was thinking about bill gates and don't get me wrong i think it's incredible that he's pushing for these vaccines and he's been doing it for a long time right Mm -hmm. like he predicted the pandemic or a pandemic a long time ago and has put stuff in place and has been lobbying governments and all of that shit and i have no doubt that his foundation is doing like fucking good work but he is an unelected person deciding on the 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 distribution of wealth (laughs) Because he could just go, hey, I mean, and I don't think I would recommend this in America currently, but like, hey, I'm going to give this to the government or, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, I'm going to give it to a public elected body. But I guess that's the difference between the, again, the right and the left of going like, who do you trust to be able to make those decisions? Well, yeah. And and also, though, like, I think it's the real, the mentality of going, well, I mean, if it's not going to be me being a billionaire, it will be someone else. So it may as well be me because I know that I'm legit and I will spend yeah. it in a good way. And and so if I had, that, yeah. if that's a mentality for everyone, that it, it's 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 like you can't dismantle that system because people are like, but like, like if but I, I don't, like, yeah, sorry. yeah, no, I was no, like, what are the levers that are pulling on Bill Gates? Why is your phone on? Oh, sorry, I didn't realize it was blowing up. Jeez. Like, what are the levers that are pulling on Bill Gates to make his decisions about where his money will go? Because I think, for me, why I always lean towards a government is because the levers on that, in an ideal world, and I know that there's money and corruption in government as well, is that the levers on that will be the public at large making that decision and their, their like, mandate to have to look out for the best interests of everyone. And you say, no, that is a very idealised view of the government. And also, like, completely the opposite of what's happening in many governments. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. It's fucked. But I think it's because the the (sighs) lots of governments are populated by people with the same mentality of, like, I don't know. Here's what you need to do. You You need to get money completely out of politics. Huge call. I, I, it just needs to be gone. It po- political campaigning needs to be publicly funded. End of story. Everyone needs to be on the same level playing field. My God, comrade! <laughs> <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Insane. Everyone gets the same kind of you know am- amount of like paints to paint their poster to be like, hey. Um, well, well, how you how you choose to use that money within your campaign? Oh, I absolutely is up agree. To you. It's it's, it's, oh, it's, it's but, insane and obscene. And like the the that's I mean, living in New Zealand is interesting because it's almost like we do have that just because of the sheer amount of like lack of resources people have to campaign for their parties. Ta- oh, maybe I shouldn't talk about this. Oh, juicy. Okay, maybe I will talk say about this. later. Somebody, I'll just say this. Somebody was giving a large donation to somebody <laughs> and asked me yeah. if they could possibly 
funnel it through me. And I was like shook that. Yeah. Like the person who was doing it is a great person yeah. who I share the same values with. Yeah. But the means by which they were trying to achieve it was to save money for them and to save money for the people that it was going to. Wow. But they were going to do it through unofficial, basically fraud. Wow. And I was like, so. I can't I wait so- to hear who, who this was. Yeah. It's good. It's a good person. Oh my God. Yeah. I know. It was kind of, in a weird way, it was kind of gutting and like the way he or oh. she talked me through it. Okay. Was like, like, this is totally normal. This is what we do all the time. I've done this before. Raddy, raddy, ra. And I was kind of like, I mean, I think it's great that you want to give money, but if you want to give money, you've got to give everything that that entails. You can't yeah. try and beat the system. Do you know what I mean? And the people receiving it have to pay the cost of receiving that money or donation it also. Sounds like an incredibly incriminating thing to be talking about on the, on the podcast. Will you get investigated because of this? That'd be really exciting. Well, there's no paper trail. <laughs> also, like, I really can't be bothered even asking. I'm not even going to ask you after this. <laughs> it's not that um, interesting. It's not even that interesting. It was all by phone call and I said no. Wow, really interesting. Yeah, God, it was very, pre- uh, very deep throat, very uh, Watergate, very uh, <laughs> all the president's prezies men. Very cool. Don't this- ever say who it was from or who it was to. You'll never know. Honestly, anyone could probably ask you in person, and you probably tell them. <laughs> that's how. That's how. That's how much yeah, I, I think you're going no to tell people. I feel no need to protect anyone. That is true. Oh that my god! Um, Our huge news in New Zealand for international listeners, and for some New Zealanders who don't know, we have a new police commissioner, and he is also. <laughs> oh my god! I honestly thought you were going to. I honestly thought it was going to be that the numbers have gone down. No. <laughs> I can't believe that. I was like, oh, Alice is so excited. The numbers have grown and have gone down. <laughs> he is fucking hot. What's his, call- what's his name? Oh, I don't know. I was looking it up today. New police commissioner. Um, you- no, the numbers of Corona have gone down in New Zealand, but I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to brag about it, to be honest. Andrew Costa. Angela, An- Andrew, Angela. Angela Costa. Andrew- <laughs> so your baby's name is going to be. <laughs> Pilot, don't go in my room. Pilot. <laughs> Pilot. I've got a lint bunny in there. <laughs> Um, no. So Andrew, Andrew Costa is a new police commissioner in New Zealand, and he's recently shaved his beard um, in solidarity with people on the front line. So I don't quite know what that means, but whatever it means, it's fucking cool. And police report he looks hot with both both <laughs> beard and no beard. Rose has left the podcast now. It's just me here. I'll give you an update on how our friendship's going. Things have been going pretty good, actually. We've had a few big fights, but for the most part, we've been getting along really well. I'd say Rose's pros as a person to live with is that she cooks. Her cons as a person to live with is that, um... Do you know what? And she's going to get angry when I say this. What are you going to say? I won't say. No, I think it's pretty funny. Yes. Okay. So the caveat to all of this is that she's literally one of the most generous people I know in the world who would do anything for me. But I have noticed when she goes to get herself a glass of water, she doesn't immediately offer me. I I do sometimes offer you. I'd say one out of 10. 
I offered you juice this morning. I offered you a glass of water the other night. What? When? When do I... I poured you juice this morning. I remember the juice, because I remember thinking... That's what... <laughs> Um, I, uh, there was definitely an instance where I got water. What you did for me the other day, which was really nice yesterday when I, I was in a shitty, tea. when I was in a shitty mood, unsolicited, you didn't even ask me, you just, you, you could sense that and you brought me a cup of tea, which was lovely. You want to apologize to me now? No, I don't want to apologize to you because I feel like I've just stated a fact and one I mean, that no, I don't true. think is bad. I don't see, this is an interesting, um, uh, yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, water. I don't. Water. I don't offer because I think you don't. You I, don't I, offer either with um, coffee or. Um, I stopped or, generally. Uh, with I stopped tea with coffee because I couldn't be fucked making two things. You off, you did offer me a Lacroix the other day. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. So this is my and I. I completely. I, I will. Be, it's laziness with coffee. It's interesting though because from a manners perspective, right? Like yeah. that would be something that would be like very triggering for me. Interesting, yeah. Because well, that, like, more than anything, that would be, like, more than a please and a thank you. I don't, I don't, I see as, I, for, for me, uh, in my in my world, I'm like, LaCroix <laughs> and water. Is water there, is, is like a, is like a, you know, you, you, you go get water or LaCroix when you want, because otherwise I'll just be asking all of the time if you want a thing. A tea is like, I'm going to make one anyway, so... And it kind of involves enough of a process. Mm. So every time I make a peppermint tea, I will ask you, or I'll just make you one. Coffee, because we've got a small cafeteria and then an AeroPress <laughs> at the moment. I and you you drink decaf specifically. Like if you didn't drink decaf, I would Don't make a double. Don't expose me like that. Oh yuck, pilot, pilot. Your time's up. <laughs> Don't. Um. Uh, he just sneezed. It was quite funny funny when a dog sneezes yes so so definitely with the coffee that is definite um pure laziness and selfishness i completely agree Mm. um but with tea i do make you peppermint teas when i make myself an earl grey tea i don't make you a peppermint tea um which is you know that's contentious because that feels like that would be too much no i yeah like too much to go into the other box i'm just getting a call about someone dropping off groceries okay hang on i'll pause it we are now back um just been looking up pictures of uh, Andrew Costa, actually. Fuck, he's... You know, maybe it's the uniform, though. Oh, my God, you're not even holding the microphone. No, I'm here. Jesus Christ. I'm ending this episode. No, don't end the I'm episode. Ending the episode. Don't end it like I'm that. My no, brother no. just texts me to say that salad is an act of violence. <laughs> um, uh, Claudia <laughs> has emailed into the um, uh, email. Uh, emailed into the email. And um, uh, she's saying, not sure if this will actually reach you. But I'm finally getting the courage to write in this during this ep- epidemic. Cute. I am a snitted for life. Wow. Oh, Jesus. But that does not mean I don't have insane love for Rose as well. Well, you know. Wow. If her love for you is insane, imagine what her love for me is. Yep. Okay. Well, let's just note how graciously you've taken that <laughs> compliment. And, uh, you know. <laughs> let's just let that happen. Let that wash over everyone. <laughs> I actually just purchased a turquoise Nintendo Switch Lite, just like Rose, and wow. I wanted to know what she'd been up to in Animal Crossing since getting the game. Um, uh, worst okay, idea so of all time was one of my favorite podcasts, but I think you both have taken the lead. <gasps> yes, Tim. Sorry, Tim. Um, and Guy. But more so, Tim. More so, Tim. Um, I have been playing Animal Crossing. I've just been recently getting into it, like more into it at the moment. It's kind of ramping up. Um, I'm trying to uh, build my... It's stressful. Like, I, you have to actually, like... 
put a lot of time into it. And sometimes I feel like it's a real waste of time because I'm like, why am I doing no, other don't things? Say that. No, no, it is though because I should be like doing other things like painting or like drawing or you know whatever. Because I'm like, what am I doing? I'm putting all this effort into this virtual weird sp- space, which is actually thriving in the moment. Got a good, good craft area in my sh- um, house, and um, uh, I'm trying to make my island kind of spirited away themed. So, um, yeah, but I really do need. Uh, yeah, it's it's been fine, but I'm gonna get back into um, gonna get back into um, stop motion animation re- quite soon. That's exciting. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I was saying this yesterday. You don't have any hobbies. Okay, well, the way that you say that is hurtful. No, I, no it's more in a questioning way. But we were trying to think of your hobbies. Yeah, architectural like, but I don't, digest. Yeah, I do love architectural digest. And I love... Um, I guess I love online shopping for linens. Oh, I have some, actually. Some some pajamas I wanted to show you. Oh, send them through. Yeah. Um, no, I don't have any classic hobbies. I work... Not that I work more than you. I don't work more than you. I mean... But I mean, you certainly talk about working more than me. <laughs> that's not true. That is not true. Oh, so that was a joke, but you no, know, deeply sensitive to I that. I am deeply sensitive to that topic. Well, you do talk about working a lot. You talk about working way more than me. Are you kidding me? I I could go through and find I reckon same amount of messages. No, in real in the space of time that we've been been here together. Yes, you talk about it more. Yeah, but I've had more work on than you. Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you haven't had any more work on, but you do talk about it more. Okay. Don't internalize this. I Too late! <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing either. I think it's a bad thing. I hate the fact that I talk about work a lot. I don't talk I about anything about... I hate the fact that I have about... so much work to do. I'm going to quit. I keep telling oh you. I'm going to quit lots of jobs. Why does that make you upset? Because I don't follow through. No, what did you say just before, though? You, were said, you said that you've got more work on than me. No, I said I don't think I have more work on than you, but... Um, but you had to stop yourself from saying that. I mean, I don't. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you do have more work on than me. I um, mean, generally, pre-corona, right, a working day would go for me from six till nine. Yeah. Right? Maybe ten. With mm-hmm. dinner and lunch, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'd probably have an hour for those, an hour and a half. But have you ever had hobbies? Sport? Mm, yeah. Is that a hobby? De- definitely. I did singing for a bit. A hobby. Yeah, how did that go? Well, I don't know. Maybe you could get that back up on Skype Comedy? or something. I mean, I don't know how you have time for hobbies. But I do at the same time as you do other things, like online shopping for linens. This is the thing. Like- but I can't scroll in it. Why not? No, that's my main. I do it instead of the apartments the are my hobby. Yeah, well, you can explain the apartments for no. our listeners. Well, then don't, don't mention it on the podcast. 
You want to cut that out? Yeah, low-income housing development, all right? That's my hobby. <laughs> Great. Well, we were, I can't be bothered taking the time code down. Um, so, well, that's good. No, no I don't no, have no, any I mean, hobbies. It, it just, I don't no, take it, just, it. Listen, I take it as an insult. I don't take it. No, it's okay. Well, we're being sensitive about that. I know that's that. not how it's. Yes, I am. I am that I am. Yes. Yes, you're being very sensitive about that. I'm saying I'm not. I'm more interested in not judgmental in any way. I just I'm interested as to why certain people have certain hobbies because also what Animal Crossing. I, yeah, that's 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 a hobby. That's probably my hobby. But I think there is a means to an end with like I don't know. I don't know if I use that phrase right, but um, there is something to be like. It's kind of a necessity as well. Like it is. It is. It is a hobby for sure. I mean, I cook in the sense. You know, you cook about- for utility, though, right? Like you, you cook. You want to eat, and you want to. Not always. I have people around all the time. No, I know. Corona. Yeah, I know. And I do a lot of cooking from cookbooks. Would you ever like see a recipe and go, "Oh, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna, yeah. gonna do this a bit big style." I've seen you loads of pictures, not cakes. I'm not even asking it in an accusatory way. You've really got to just but, chill uh, out. Here's why I'm getting upset because I'm like, <sighs> it feels like you don't know me. But like I've sent you loads of pictures of recipes I've made and stuff. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying cooking. Yeah, cooking, sports. No, sports is no longer a hobby. Okay, cooking. Um, online shopping. Well, you please list your hobbies, and then I'll see how many I have. Crocheting at the moment, embroidery, watercolors, Animal Crossing. How often? Stop do you motion do animation. I've done two since I've been here. Yeah, true. Um drawing stop motion animation yeah <laughs> you don't stop motion animation i've shown you my stop motion animation my app um stop motion there we go and that stop the stop motion i made a while oh back. yeah yeah you do do that fuck um i like watching movies but that's more of a pastime isn't it i mean i like watching movies yeah you do so would you call that a pastime or a hobby definitely not a hobby like hobbies like uh, you know what is the definition of a hobby um let's see hobby because i do a lot of stuff around the house i'm a real homemaker yeah no what is a hobby hobby definition i'm here's why i think i'm sensitive about it because i think that not having a hobby makes me seem like a boring person and or like i'm not well-rounded no and or like i don't have good balance in my life okay well (laughs) so I mean, I can't even. I'm not. I can't. I'm not even fast enough to go with you on that spiral because that was insane. I think those are all well reasoned responses. No, they're not well reasoned. Oh my god! <laughs> An activity done regularly in one's leisure time for pleasure. TV. You do like TV, sure. I love TV. Um, you liked reading for a bit. Yeah, I did get onto. I do get on. Did get into that on holiday. Yeah. Um, restoring vintage motorcycles. That would be a hobby. Yeah, and that is one I'm looking at. Yeah. <laughs> Sailing. No. Swimming? What about swimming? Is that a hobby? Yeah, I think I would I go think to would, the yeah, beach I, every day. I think that would count as one of your hobbies. Yeah. Slash I obsessions. Swim, yes, because I would swim like literally every Pre-corona. day. Pre-corona. Pre-corona, I would swim every day in the ocean. Yeah. That's kind of a hobby. That's definitely a hobby. Go to the gym? Do you go to the gym? Yeah, I do go to the gym. Do you? I don't know if that's a hobby, though. Oh. Boxing, though. Boxing's a hobby? Yeah, boxing's definitely a hobby. I do boxing. Yeah. 
We've got lots of hobbies, but lots of them you can't really do at the moment. I'm still doing boxing. True. How's that going for you? Really good, actually. Really good. Had a great sesh the other day. Gorgeous. God, I need to stop talking about work. No, don't, don't, don't do this. It's fine. But I mean, you know, you've got to just stop doing, stop doing the work if you're gonna, if it's gonna stress you out. Hold your microphone a bit closer to your mouth as well, please. Um, yeah, you burnt out. You've been burning out, man. Yeah. This is including this podcast. It's burning you out. No, this podcast doesn't burn me out. Doesn't it? Maybe you should try hard. <laughs> this podcast is not a hobby. It's a chore. I hope you know that. We, none of us want to be here talking, make being incredibly vulnerable to you guys. Like it's it's actually it's actually really bad for us. This podcast? Do you reckon? I think so. Why? Based on what? Based I'd say it, like, without this podcast, <laughs> we may or may not have been friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we would have been friends. Probably not. It was a huge like when I think about it in the context of knowing you and yeah, what type of it was can really I please <laughs> finish? <laughs> Episode. Go on. Go on. <clears throat> I uh when I think about you yep. and the con and who you are yep. and knowing you so well now <laughs> it was kind of crazy that you suggested to me that we start a podcast. Honestly, I agree. In a way it was like you asking me out. It kind of was me asking you out. Yeah. No, it was, though. It was, because we didn't know each other very well. No. I honestly, I thought you were just fantastic. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. That's so nice. Oh, that's so beautiful. Oh, my God. She's going to cry. I might cry. <laughs> honestly, I did the most, Our like, emotions are a hobby. Our emotions are a hobby. Actually, our emotions are a hobby. <laughs> Oh my god, me having crushes is a hobby for sure. Fuck yeah, that takes up a lot of your time. My time? <laughs> oh, I was about, I thought you were going to say our time, but specifically my time. I don't really crush on people. Oh no, but you know what? I, I do I do put a lot of time into you it. You do. I fantasize about people, but I don't crush. What do you mean? Well, like, yeah, maybe I would be like, well, oh, I wonder what that would be like with that person. But I don't crush in the sense of like, there's, I've met very few people, mm-hmm. and I don't say this in a mean way. I think it's more of a reflection on me than it is on the quality of people I meet. But I meet very few people who I'm interested in finding more out about. Yeah. I don't have a natural curiosity. <laughs> well, I mean, just Actually, finishing... Actually, no, I take that back. I do sometimes. Who knows? Got to find me in the right Finishing mood. the point of, of, of me meeting you. It was odd of me to do it, but I thought you were just so funny. And, um... And I thought that would be a good idea. Little was I to know it would end up being this drawn out. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I knew that we would still be doing the podcast now, the podcast now, the podcast, um, you maybe wouldn't have offered it. Possibly not. Because when was that? Twenty sixteen. Yeah, it's four years ago. Ah, oh! 
It's pretty gross, actually. I fucking hate that. To be fair, it's not like we've done it regularly, regularly. Yeah, that's true. But nice. it has been drawn out a long Maybe time. Maybe we like Lennon and so McCartney. So all the critics who say that we 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 no longer stay on track. Well, I'd like you to you to try and produce <laughs> bloody four years of content, mate. That's so true. This is this is why there are long pauses. <laughs> Long pauses, long hiatuses. Yes. It's like you've got to have some downtime in between. I think, well, who would be Lennon and McCartney out of us two? I don't know the two of them well enough, but I will know. I will say this. I am McCartney. Fuck you. Nah, I think that makes more sense. Lennon nah, was like the does. more creative one. No, no. But he was an arsehole. more practical. No, but McCartney did a lot of stuff. Yes. I think, you're, I think you are more likely to become an arsehole than me one day. Oh my god! I take that as a compliment. That is a horrible, take that as a horrible thing to say to take someone. Take it as a compliment. I cannot I believe you, you are like, going to be you more lashed successful. out. I because think you're going to be I more said successful. that you didn't have a hobby. I didn't say you didn't have a hobby. I said you. I asked you what your hobbies are, and you went, "That is the most offensive thing anyone okay. has ever said to me." First of all. That came up in a conversation yesterday where you were very directly trying to make some point to me that was a little unclear, but you had clearly been ruminating on something. No, I said that- because you were you were you were feeling so um stressed, and I said, "Do you have any hobbies? So you can do the fucking hobbies. So you're not as stressed. So work isn't your hobby." I was actually trying to help you in that scenario. I don't know what the fucking supermoon has done to you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can I please justify my statement? Well, if you I think, can. I think, and it's not because of the quality of your character, which you know I rate very highly. You're in my top three. Mm-mm. You're in my... T- Rose. Mm-mm. Rose, oh. come on. You know what I think of you. Someone just sent us a photo of their baby. Oh, cute. That's fucking cute, actually. Yeah, I know. Can't wait to have a baby. I'm ready, man. Um, (laughs) Go on. Okay. I think you are more likely to achieve the kind of success... Oh, my God. We didn't even talk about Alan. Well, we kind of did, but then we got sidetracked. So the thing that that Alan did, right... Jesus Christ. (laughs) This is awful, and it's so long, this episode. (laughs) Oh, shit. Maybe we should It's 40 minutes. Why well, do you think that we teased the Ellen thing for a really long time? No, I just finished. No, just, just, just. Okay, let's assume- three points to finish. Okay, okay. And Ellen- in agenda, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do Ellen. We're going to we're going to round off that. And, we're going to round off. Circle me back to circle back to why I'm more likely to be an asshole. <laughs> yep. Then we're going to just speak briefly, touch briefly on crushes as a hobby. <laughs> and then, and then we're going to just end it on an email we just received. We're going to stick to this fucking agenda. <laughs> you have you have two uh, maybe two minutes to speak on Ellen, please. Go. Okay, Ellen made a joke recording her show from home about how it was like being in prison because she's been in the same clothes for ten days and everyone is gay. Listen, the joke is in poor taste. It's truly a horrible joke. She's saying that from a twenty-seven million dollar property. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's just absurd that she thinks that that is the kind of joke that she is entitled to say. Now, I'm allowing for the possibility that Ellen was once a great in-touch, down-to-earth person, Mm. right? But I think money, fame, people doing things for her, no doubt, over the last two, three, four decades, has fundamentally changed her personality. Mm -hmm. For the worse. Yeah. She is terrible. Now, the reason why I think you're more likely to be susceptible to that 
Because I will achieve more success. I think you will achieve more success and more specifically the type of success. But that is a judgment on my character in the sense that people achieving more success doesn't mean that they become more of an asshole. I but think, you are thinking that it's only going to exacerbate or more, intensify no, 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 something no, no, no. that's already there. I think you are more likely to. I don't think you're any more of an asshole than I am, fundamentally. But you're going to be exposed to environments that make you more likely to. I'm just going to be a stay-at-home mum then. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. You're going to be hosting the late shows. No. I already think I already think that I probably am more... Of, I'm definitely more of an asshole now than I am. I was probably previously. But also, I'm a lot I cooler. I think I am that a lot you've cooler. lightened up. What? Yeah. Since when? Maybe it's just because I've gotten to know you. I think you were harder to get to know four years ago than you are now. I feel like you're a much more open. What to person. other people or just specifically to you? Other people. Um, other people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, whenever I see you interact with strangers, like you're always so lovely. Yeah, but I. You're better than I am. Oh, you know what though? You know what's so in- so interesting? It probably was coming off the pill. Oh really? I came off the pill in 2017. 2017, okay. the start of 2017. Just to be clear, do you want to put the pill in your journey with it on the agenda? I will put that on the agenda. No, that's going to be a um, solo podcast. <laughs> I am going to do a little solo monologue there, released via Voice of the Heart. No, I genuinely think that was what it, a lot had yeah. to do with it. I know so many people know, who had the pills fucked up. Yeah, and I completely became a different person after yeah, I went awful. off it. Yeah, awful oh. to spend 18 years of 18 to 22 being a complete, you know, just like not in control. It's awful. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I don't know. You know okay, so, Who knows? It's hard to know. I was so intimidated by you when I first met you, well, which I fur- infuriated me because you were younger than me. Well, maybe it was because I had that bitch energy. Maybe. Maybe I should. You know what? I need to get that back. I think the transparency is, is doing me doing me damage. I disagree. I, I, I don't. You're stronger than ever. I don't think I'm stronger than ever. I don't. I think. I think. I think now is the time to Clear double eyes, down. Full hearts. No, I think. I'm really upset that the next two years are going to solidify my my personality. As we all know, you know, before thirty. Yeah, that's put, true. And I'm scared. I don't want to be the person that I'm becoming. What? You're a great person. No, I don't. I don't. Look, is there fundamentally some something you could change about, that you would want to change about yourself, your personality? Yeah. I'll put that on the agenda. <laughs> things we can change about you. Okay, so things we could change about Rose. That's <laughs> now at the end. Um, I think I'd change, like, I think I've always been, like, too, like, relatively, like, uncool in lots of ways since you're like a teenager and I don't think I've ever grown out of that of being like a bit of like a bit but is that something you value to be like extra quote cool end quote yeah as we get older yeah really well because everyone is fucking cool I don't know I I disagree I value value being a good person but I take that I take that as base minimum default you know like I I only will hang out with good people see that's where I had some notes Oh my god! <laughs> but I, I only hang out with good people. But now there's a whole thing of like, okay, now you've got your friends and you've got your good pe- people who are good people. Yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. But 
Oh, one thing I try and do it myself is I, I sacrifice my principles for so many, so for such um, short-term gains. Oh, I really strongly disagree with that. Oh, okay. Because well, one of the I things, one of the things, <laughs> one of my crushes. Oh my gosh, what have you done? <laughs> nothing, 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 nothing. Will you tell me after the podcast is over? I haven't done anything. But I can't I'm just wait saying, to find out. In the nature of my crushes, if you guys email me, hobby, I'll tell you what she off. says. If, I, if my crushes are a hobby, and <laughs> I just, I'm like, oh, we so uncool in the pursuit of a crush. So, yeah. I think you're. First of all, I think you're a really cool person. I Thank think the you. concept of cool is kind of like. Doesn't pretty, even pretty really cool. exist that, once that you're is, an adult. That is exactly the thing that two people who were uncoolly bullied. <laughs> uncool would say. I actually know the definition of cool is actually up for grabs, and this is what I'm talking about in my speech today. <laughs> what is cool? <sighs> Lots of things can be cool. Reading. Mm, Hanging out with parents. And listen, was I bullied relentlessly <laughs> in primary and intermediate in the first three years of high school? Yes. Well, first two years of high school, really. And then yes. it became King Alice. <laughs> yeah, honestly, now I think I'm so cool. What were the other things on the agenda? We really do. It was 47 minutes. This is ridiculous. Oh, this is ridiculous. Um, Maybe it's a two-parter. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, other thing we we're going to re- reference was... Um, oh, we we're going to do an email. And we already talked about the likelihood of me being a asshole yep crushes yeah we touched on that and the email so should i read the email and then we yeah. can um, wrap up this is just came in hot off the press pilot no okay um christina um she's um in i Perth. don't think pilot respects you yet i don't respect pilot that's why pilot doesn't respect me well he can sense it so maybe you should i just don't like dogs i'm not a dog person no <sighs> Yeah. I think it's crazy to specify dogs from other animals. No, I'm like, I've been, I've grown up scared of dogs. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, because my brother said if you look them in the eye, they bite you. No, you look them in the eye, they love you. No, no, that my brother said that to me and I... Someone I, told I me never... it, really makes you, it releases endorphins. Oh, weird. Okay, dear Alison Rose, thank you for recording and uploading podcasts while in quarantine slash isolation. I'm writing to you from Perth, Western Australia, and I'm delighted in your presence in my house and car during these strange times. Oh, I reckon she- let's leave it there. <laughs> she has a baby, she's working from home and doesn't have any daycare. Oh. She just moved house and she doesn't uh, also doesn't have the internet. Oh my God, nightmare. Absolute nightmare. Christina, I'm so sorry about that situation. That fucking sucks. That's so fucking hard, man. I'm sorry. Um, I hope you're downloading our podcast like via some Wi-Fi that, like Can neighbors' you get your Wi-Fi. next door neighbors' Wi-Fi? Yeah. Like, surely they should give it over. It's a global oh, pandemic. She, because she just moved house, so she doesn't have internet, so she's probably going off her, her, her data. But she could just go and knock on the next door neighbors or just put a sign up in your window saying, need a Wi-Fi password. True that. <laughs> True debt. Anyway, um, uh, thanks for everything. Um, uh, that's what she said. And um, that's the nicest version of that's what she said. Uh, thanks for everything. Uh, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> I, um, um, I'd like to ask you. I just think this is a nice little uh, question to end on. Okay. I'd like to ask you, after we have a vaccine for COVID-19 and we all emerge from the situation, what do you think will become indulgent or luxurious? Obviously, people are horny physically and emotionally. And I wonder if people will delight in getting touched, uh, uh, you know, ex- uh, example, massages or spending money in ways that seem extravagant now. Am I making sense? I'm pretty sleep deprived. No. You're making you're making sense. What an incredible question. I was thinking yeah. about this Is there today. a new hierarchy of luxury? Yeah, I think it just, it is funny. I was thinking today, like, I'm so excited to go get a sandwich from the Fed. 
Oh in yeah, Auckland. we were talking about. I'm excited, and I don't. I, I don't mean this to be like gross, but like I'm genuinely excited to like get a wax, <laughs> treat myself, <laughs> get my nails done. I, I'm a person who loves massages. I thrive off of physical touch. Yeah, and I miss that. And <laughs> wow. But I, I can't believe you've been put in isolation with the person who, d- who despises the most. Yeah. physical touch. I reckon if Leon and I were in ISO together, we'd be making out by now. Really? Nah, probably not. But we'd be getting closer and closer and closer to it. Mm. He listens to this podcast. I'll wait for him to email in and let us know the chances of us making out. Wild that he listens to it, eh? It's mental. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so wait, you were saying um, you thrive off physical touch. You've been Yeah, I look forward to massages. Um, I'm already quite a touchy person, I feel like. Mm. I mean, not inappropriately, but like if I'm laughing hard at someone's joke, I'll probably grab their arm or some shit like that. Like I don't have yeah. great personal boundaries and I'm really looking when forward to it. When have you laughed at someone's joke and you grab their arm? You know, when you lean forward and you go, no, oh, okay. First of all, don't touch me. Um, (laughs) And second of all, I've never seen you do that. Oh, maybe I don't. Maybe that's what I'm going to start. I'm going to start leaning forward. (laughs) Touch arm. That's great. I will touch arms when we get out. Here's genuinely what I I touch you with my words. You do. You've been so kind to me with your Which words. Is not Only on. ever on the podcast, but I still take it. Yeah, I love an audience. Yeah, Go you on. do. But um, and so do I. Um, somebody I was talking about this with my dad actually, saying like, wouldn't it be amazing if we came out of COVID nineteen and the thing that fundamentally changed about our society is that we realised that we all needed each other in order to function, and that the output of that meant that we stopped like bashing down on beneficiaries that we genuinely had a government that looked after its people mm-hmm. and that we voted in governments that used those values as a platform. Absolutely. So I think that would be cool. I think it'd be insane. Also I'd love ins- a flat white. <laughs> it'd be insane to come out of this. The same. Um, it'd be insane to come out of this having defined a certain portion of the working um people of your country as essential and for them to go on earning minimum what they wage. earning minimum yeah. wage it's like it, it just it would God, be a joke such a good way of putting it yeah it would be an absolute it's, it's it will be an absolute joke and also it's like it's an absolute joke anyway um pr- before this but for something like this to happen and for it to go back to normal normal well you know the fucking shit version of normal but to go back for what it was it would be like that's what I think is just going to be as mess. There's hopefully going to be a massive groundswell of kind of, you know, proper, you know, I don't know, if a you, movement to like actually hold a government accountable for that. And if you were a politician, right? Like New Zealand's going to have an election, and at the moment it's scheduled for what September or something. Mm-hmm. Who knows if that'll be the case? It may change. But surely the next government after that should run on a platform of. Like uh, uh, raising the minimum wage mm-hmm. and um, and raising the wage of people who work in like manual labor, service industry mm-hmm. type professions, people who work in, um, you know, people who work in hospitals who aren't necessarily doctors, even though I know mm-hmm. they're doing great work as well. But like the pay scale between like a specialist and mm-hmm. um, an orderly is like fucking insane mm-hmm. and they're still exposed to the same danger yeah um 
I think it will make things a lot more. Um, I think it, it will mean the restructure of that will be like things will be more expensive. Things will become more of a um, like things will become more expensive if you come out of that, and that's almost good. Yeah, <laughs> like because I think it is like we like we live in a freaking world where like things are so easily like attainable or or, or gettable. If that, that's not even a word, mm. but like it's kind of like. I find that kind of confronting and overwhelming about capitalism and Amazon Prime and like that kind of stuff where you're like, there's no difficulty in getting anything. The The fact that there's no difficulty in getting anything and having access to certain things doesn't mean that the world's like getting easier for everyone. It means that the world's getting shitter for lots of people. Yeah. Because they're getting paid less and you put in worse conditions and like it's becoming yeah. a, a way bigger gap. And and I hope that, that, hope that things become a bit more... I think to have all these things taken away, the opportunity to experience them or enjoy them in this period means that the things that are considered luxuries are special because we won't have, might not have, you know, access to them. And they might be more fucking expensive. But maybe that's awful as well because then the people who have the most money are only going to be the ones who can get fucking, you know, get a wax, you know? Yeah. But also I will say this about like things becoming more expensive if we raise the wage of people or whatever. It's again. I think that is like a fallacy that's pushed. It's like yeah. you could raise the wage if you cut your profit margin. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's what they're always saying is that it's going to be passed down to the worker. I was like, what if you reevaluate that business model and go, actually, we don't need that much profit. Like, it doesn't need to be profiting that much. Mm-hmm. Mate, I'm a fucking full on commie. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. It's good that we uh, ascertained that at the end. Um, of the episode, which is a whopper of a 55-minute episode. Shit, I'm so minutes. sorry, everyone. Just listen to the first 20. Yeah, honestly, if you made it this far, fucking hell, Jesus. I mean, sorry about that. Yeah. I mean, I think on the agenda for next week, uh, next episode is, um, I don't think I'm ever brevity. going home. I'm not, brevity. <laughs> I, I was going to bring this up on the podcast, but I'm never, ma- I'm never going home. I can't believe it. I'm never going to see my flat again. You anyway, will, you will. I won't do it. You will. I refuse. Okay, uh, thank you very much for listening. Sorry not to reply to your emails again. We still read them all. And um, if you're lucky enough to send them through when we're actually doing the podcast, then uh, you probably you will, will get, get them ready. Yeah, you will get Never mentioned. Never mind the 90 people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apologies. But yeah. thank you. Um, and stay safe. And um, ha- ha- lots of love. We have our deepest love, love and sympathy. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 